Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. You call it again? Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. His kids today. Jingle uh... All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hat. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... Guys, this is something I've been watching for a few weeks, but... When I started watching it, we didn't really do reviews. Me in the we shower. didn't do reviews. No, no. Um, unfortunately, I can't review that to many people because you're always on your front lawn naked with a hose and you're kind of showing everyone. So <laughs> everyone already knows what that looks like. Um, Gotta have a but hobby. This is one that I've been watching for a couple weeks. And, you know, we all, you know, Dean in the years past has discussed uh, discovering the Hallmark Christmas movies because of Megan. One of the shows that I have latched onto in the last five or six years uh, in passing that I tend to slowly pick up on the characters and learn who these people are is have been the Bachelors and the Bachelorettes or Bachelor in Paradise, whatever. Uh, but right now, gentlemen, I don't know if you know this or not, this is the first time this season they have done a series called The Golden Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor yes, is right. a dating show for, I, I for people of Brian's vintage. And it's it's very <laughs> old people uh, dating one another and trying to finally find someone. genuinely disgusted by that comment. All joking aside, when she told me... How old is the fucking my, Golden Bachelor? He's like, he's he's right, like I said, he's around your age. He's like 70, something like that. Uh, uh-huh. 75, right. something like that. Anyway, so any, regardless, his name is Gary, by the way. And I got to tell you, he is a lovely man. Um, we have so when Robin told me they're making a Golden Bachelor, I'm like, that's, that's you know how silly is that? Like that's crazy. Um, so I start watching this show, and it is just wonderful. Like it is so wholesome. All of the stuff that you see on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and all these people being douchebags. There's always somebody that starts shit and starts trouble. Not on the mm. Golden Bachelor. Everybody's so supportive of each other. And this gentleman, Gary, he because they can't see each other. He is he's bluey in human man form. He's Ted Lasso in human man form. He is the purest, <laughs> most wonderful man ever. He's so caring and just amazing. And I just want him to find happiness. Honestly, the Golden Bachelor is very wholesome television. So he reminds he reminds you of me? Yeah. Yeah, I can't uh-huh. even fake a joke to draw a guideline. He's absolutely polar opposite of you. He is so wonderful. It's just like every word from his mouth is so eloquent and lovely and caring. He's amazing. And and the women are amazing, and they're supportive of one another, and they all cry together about how their husbands are dead. It is just amazing. Oh, menopause. Yeah, it's, uh, but no, it is a, it's a lovely watch. And, uh, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, I'll tell you what, if you gave The Golden Bachelor just one episode... You'd be on board. I'll hmm. tell you what. So, uh, this is a lovely watch yeah, too. That is that is a lovely watch. What? Okay. So yeah, I watched the Golden Bachelor and I finished up some shows. And uh, there you go. There's my reviews. 
I bet they'll do more of those. I think this is. I, I think so. I, I hear a lot what you're saying as well. It's such a <laughs> not hit. to mention. It's like you say. It's just nice people yeah. trying to find love. Not all this ridiculous, you know, moments just for television yeah. type of deal. I don't know. So that's not good. to mention a lot of the people. Honestly, that probably their demogra- their largest demographic for like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are like probably women mostly, but you know, people in their late 40s 50 i bet 40s and 40 and 50 year olds watch the bachelor and the bachelorette so giving them the golden bachelor is just you know it's just a different take on the same the same type of thing but it really i mean it's fun to make jokes about stuff but like it is it's really it's it's an interesting twist on that you know because that that the bachelor and the bachelor these shows have been going on for i don't know what 20 years or more i don't know so it's kind of cool that they have like a different version of it but it is it's very nice it would be fun if somebody from one of the early seasons of the bachelor the bachelorette never did find somebody and then they got to be on the Uh, golden bachelor like all these years later that'd be kind of cool yeah that'll happen it'll happen in time if that show stays on the air you watch something that's christy c from season two of the bachelorette oh my god the, mm-hmm. Those those shows like the, those shows like that are, are are like you said, um, they really capture kind of what's going on. Like all relative, um, uh, you know, the, all the, the the current TV shows and and the, the, and the popular culture shows like that. Um, you know, they, they're all very hip, right? So uh, you're gonna try to make a hip joke here. He's working on it. And he just lost it in the middle and. No, well, you just wrote it. No, you, you, next, if you jump okay. in with the next line. stop with the Golden okay. Bachelor, eh, I forgot. I can't remember what I was going to say. Call me when <laughs> the next episode of the Golden Shower, <laughs> and then I'll watch. Um, we talked about it earlier in this episode. So Night Court certainly has uh, come back. It is a it is a continuation series so it's kind of picks up with the original series sort of left off uh, years ago the 90s show just dropped you know, Dean mentioned he just watched the first couple episodes of that that's a continuation of the 70s show with uh, red and kitty foreman and the grandkids um quantum leap another one of dean's favorite shows is a continuation <laughs> of the original series uh, they've just announced the Wednesday season two on Netflix will come out. So Wednesday season one was a continuation of the Adams family where the kids are a little bit older and she's high school age and all of that. And they've had other ones, uh, the last couple will of will years. Will she be of age in this, uh, this, this next season? Jenna Ortega. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think the actress is, but the, the character, <laughs> I'm not so sure. So you have to just. Hold off a little bit. He's like, hey, 50%, whatever, that's fine. As yeah. long as one of them lands, I don't care. Yeah, focus on the green M&M a little bit longer. Then <laughs> uh, we've had will. Will, and Gra- will and Grace came back and made some new episodes a couple years back. Mad About You did the same. We had Fuller House, continuation of Full House. I Met Your Father. So it's been, this, we're seeing more and more of these kind of continuation uh, uh, TV shows. Some of the movies, certainly, uh, but it's becoming more popular. So uh, this is our, you know, so getting to our Ask an Idiot uh, segment of the week here, guys. So just a couple things. You can answer kind of just, you know, whatever. You know, do you like these continuation type of series? Okay. If you do, 
you know, what are some of the elements that makes a successful continuation story in your mind? Or do you not like these so much? And if you don't like them so much, uh, why not? So, Dean, why don't we start with you? Obviously, you, you know, you're a big fan of a couple of these mm-hmm. with Quantum Leap and Night Court. So, I mean, do you like these, uh, the continuations? Do you like to see the old characters come back? And again, what are the elements that uh, makes it a good or not so good one? Well, it's the same idea as why people like sequels. If you get uh, vested into a story and characters, uh, you you learn to love them and, and, and they they grow with you. And then it mm-hmm. ends. And you're like, okay, well, you know, that stinks, but, you know, I had that. And then you find out, oh, they're going to do Empire Strikes Back. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Then I, it's the same idea. Um, you know, you, especially with TV, you get, like, um, years and years of, of enjoying and loving these characters. And then they go away, and, and especially now you take, like, for example... When Night Court ended, I was a you know just a teenager, and I loved that series. I loved the characters. Uh, I loved the premise and everything. And now you take a a forty year old Dean, and he's now able to appreciate it on many different levels. Okay. Um, especially like a, what was probably meant for adults back then. Now I mm-hmm. can appreciate it on a different level. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 the idea that you know you you get vested in these characters and stories, and then surprise, you get to bring them back, even if it's for like a special one season run. It's fun just to see where those characters are, the ones that you love for so many years. So yeah, and that I think, in my opinion, that that's why. Okay, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I think. Um... Like, obviously, to, to make a good one, I think, like, nostalgia is key, right? Because that's why, that's why you're here in the first place. Like, uh, I think all the, you know, it's, it kind of runs, like, along with what Dean said there. Like, um, you know, you, you become attached to these characters and stuff like that. So if you've already got the interest in it, um, you're willing, more than willing to, to pick back up where it left off, right? Um, I think it's also pretty key that you, I mean, I don't know if, if Night Court has, returning characters or not or but it sounds like from what i understand from what i understand night mm-hmm. court to be it's like you could kind of just run with what the premise is and as long as you have the same style of comedy you know it's it's going to pretty much work the same but like you know we've seen you know things like uh fuller house and whatever and bringing back um original cast members from full house you know uh, all the guys dave coulier bob saget and john stamos all made appearances on it similar style of show similar vibe types of jokes you've got the characters that were already in it before as children, and then you've got, you know, callbacks to the original show. So I think things like that definitely, like, make them successful. Personally, I like, I mean, not all of these are the same as far as, you know, reboots versus, uh, you know, uh, continuations and things like that. I like, or reboots rover remakes, I should say. I think at least with a reboot, it's kind of... Um, it takes a little more maybe originality or, or you can see people who are fans of the property come and take it over and kind of work off of it as to where maybe with the remakes, people are a little, I don't know. It's it just remakes while some of them have been very good, you know, various movies and TV shows we've seen. Um, some of them just, it's it, probably, it's a pretty easy job to do. You know, you've got a base 
model to go off of. So like with a reboot, at least it's like, okay, now we take this thing that we're all familiar with and we imagine how it continues on from here. So like, I like them. I think it's, I think it's kind of a different change of pace because for so long we were seeing so many remakes and mm-hmm. so like, it just felt like, um, a lot of unoriginal ideas, you know what I mean? We're coming out and it's like, man, does anybody like come up with anything original anymore? So although this is not completely original, it is imaginative. You know what I mean? It is, it's in a new direction and you're, continuing on a story that's already there so maybe that's I mean, the, maybe that's the point so many people say um oh can't you come up with your story if i wanted to see that i'd just watch the original and everybody mm-hmm. goes oh well <laughs> we can kind of do that right yeah and then so, that works because people see what they need to right yeah so but yeah i think it's i think it's kind of cool that you're seeing more and more of it and i mean there there is definitely uh a lot of uh, love and a lot of sen- sentimental attachment to a lot of these things. So it's easy for people to pick up something that was very popular that's been gone for a while and go, well, let's add this onto it. Let's make some new content for, you know, the, the, the fan, the fandom is still there. Uh, the audience for it is still clearly there. So let's mm-hmm. kind of just build off of that. So I don't know. What about you, Brad? Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of your guys' points. So, so it's, um, I'm not as much of a fan as the, you know, the, the reboots necessarily, the remakes. We, we had a whole episode to that. We talked about that a few episodes ago. So check that out if you haven't heard that. Um, but to, you know, to, to make a good one, I agree with you guys. And you, you have to honor the original story somehow, some way, right? So, uh, whether you pay homage to some of the original characters or something. There has to be some type of tie to it. So even if you weren't necessarily a big fan of the original uh, series, but you got to have some ties to it because some people are going to have some ties, right? So uh, I think that's what, what made the Wednesday series uh, so good. I mean, clearly, you know, it was Jenna focused on, Well, she was great anyway. <laughs> but, the, you know, they focused on the Wednesday character, and they definitely t- they had the some of the original characters in it, but they weren't the prominent figure. You know, you had Thing, the hand, which he, he had, which was great to see the thing. Thing actually had a very prominent role as a supporting character in this series. You got to see Lurch for a second. You got to see Pugsley, uh, Mister and Missus Adams were great, but they weren't the focal points. It's the Wednesday Adams series, so it's hers. But they definitely played homage to the Adams family storyline and the characters and introduce other characters, other supporting characters. So um, it just kind of had everything going for it where she had her own story still ties to the original uh, uh, series. And it definitely played great homage to the original series and original characters. And they introduced other supporting characters around Wednesday that people got into and enjoyed. And it was a hit. And uh, yeah. so now, again, they're going to have another season of it. So I'm looking forward to question. that. So, yeah, go ahead. Hmm. Would, could you do, not you guys, but, you know, could could they do, and it be successful, like spin off a movie of the Adams Family with that cast? You know what I mean? And, like, bring her back into the fold. And then after the movie, you go, she can still continue to go do the series. But, like... You know, they have Luis Guzman and um, what's her name? And Morticia. Who, uh, oh, uh, her, uh, her, yeah, her. Yeah. Um, but uh, could you Douglas's wife? I'm kidding. I know it's Michael Douglas's wife. Uh. <laughs> that's what you call a callback. Um, <laughs> that's no, true. but could you? Would do you think that could work for that show? Is is to do a movie like an Adams Family movie with that cast? 
You know what I mean? Like, take, put them in, you know, in the Adams family setting. Catherine Zeta Jones, for God's sake. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. So she's back home. She's back yeah. home from school or something like that. And they have the Adams family house and all the yep. craziness that goes on there with. Actually, Uncle Fester was in the series too, but Uncle Fester's in the house and everything. And then she goes back to school or something. Yeah, you can and do that. And then you continue the series. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think you could do that with these just because the... The cast the is so good. cast is so good. Exactly yeah. right. You couldn't do that with a, a, an ordinary cast, but again, you got... Correct. Uh, you got big stars guess, to, to do the cast. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, That's like, Wednesday's idea. been getting a ton of, like positive feedback. I mean, everybody that I've heard that's seen it, I've heard nothing right. but good things about it. Well done, right, sir. Well done. Let me throw one more question. Do you think... Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. No, I was... You first. No, I was just going to... I had a question about the uh, show. Would you consider the, the TV show MASH? Uh, uh, like, cause I know you guys didn't see the movie, but going from movie to the TV show with only one character being the, being the same? As a continuation, yeah, or is that a reboot or like? You mean could you, you take one that? character from Mash and make another TV show? And would no, they be... did. Well, they actually, they did that too. Yeah, they did after Mash and Trapper John <laughs> after uh, right. MD. But anyways, I, it was just random thought. Sorry. I, I okay. I think that was more of a considered more of a remake. Okay, I think it's a series. I th- I think I don't know. Okay. Well, here's a question. Though. So, you could you could pick one series all time to make a continuation. Mm-hmm. We probably talked about this before in the reboot. I don't care. We're going to talk about it again here for a second because mm-hmm. it just okay. fits more with this discussion. So, give me a series, or give me a two if you want to, but that you'd like to, you'd love to see a, a continuation. Obviously, you got you got to keep in mind it's it's you know some people are, are maybe are not with us anymore who are on some of your favorite shows. So keep everything in mind, right? But today's world, give me a series you'd like to see a continuation. Uh, the easiest one for me is uh, a show that I love dearly. It only went on for three seasons and it was cut way too short. Uh, mm-hmm. Happy endings. Um, I know I've discussed Ooh, it before. Yeah. It was a good ABC show. It only, like I said, it ran for three seasons. And uh, there have been rumblings of uh, trying to get the band back together again and doing it and somebody picking it up. Because, um, I mean, it's streaming, I think, on Hulu and Netflix. And I think it does pretty well. And I just love it. It's a very modern take on kind of the friends dynamic, right? The the six group of friends and just kind of their, their life. Um, I just would like to see how the characters evolved a little more after just three seasons. Um, cause I really loved each and every character on that show. So that would be, that would be an easy one for me. That's good. Very good. I'd watch that. Yeah. Dean, you have one in mind? Um, MASH. Um, hmm. you know, think like, about so it. The, I, like back in their normal lives or something or. Um, yeah, I mean, some of them, um, you would have to recast. I mean, I don't know if you want to recast, but like, you know, radar isn't around, um, you have Hawkeye, who is still alive, um, but you'd mm-hmm. have uh, characters like uh, uh, Colonel Henry Blake. Um, you know who would probably do a really good uh, uh, part of that? Aaron Blake. Aaron <laughs> Blake would go. do a fantastic Henry Blake um, because he already does um, helps people out just like they did in MASH, but instead of uh, 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 meatball surgery, he does insurance. Ooh. See, Blake Insurance is an eerie insurance agency <laughs> located right here in Barberton, Ohio. 
They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. When you do, tell them war is hell and the idiots sent you. Mm, Very good. Good. But my my real answer is Scrubs. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the closest to actually happening, one version or the other, whether it's going to be a movie or a one season or a one special, se- you know, because they're doing the podcast, uh, re- Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and mm-hmm. they have the creator, excuse me, Bill Lawrence, who mm-hmm. also does, um, he did a uh, uh, Cougar Town. And uh, 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 Ted Lasso. Okay. So actually, he's also doing the new show. It's got like um, Harrison Ford in it. Oh, and, with uh, Jason, Jason Segel. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm good. excited to you, see that. Yeah, you tell me those two, and Bill Lawrence is uh, doing it. Shit, I'm I'm all in. But yeah, yeah. with all of that, uh, that they're looking to do something, put something together for the, for the cast of Scrubs. So yeah, that would I'd, I. Give me at least just a give me an hour uh, episode, hour movie. But that's all I need. Okay, you don't even need to give me a season. Fuck it, I'll be fine with an hour. I like what that. about you, Brian? Uh, we may have talked about this prior, but how about Cheers? Ooh, still, that would be still, interesting. Yeah, because you still have some of the some of the main characters. Are, you know, obviously you still have Ted Danson. You still have Kelsey Grammer. You have uh, all Rhea of them Perlman, still alive. right? Uh, I mean, well, uh, uh, Kirstie Kirst- Alley just died, but right. John Ratzenberg's still alive. Yeah, uh, George Went. Yep. I mean, the yeah, so- shit. Did Shelley Long? She's still alive, right? I think she passed away. Okay, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you know, you could have an aging Sam opens up another local tavern or something, or. Maybe or he buys them. Cheers again, like it, he'd sold it years yeah. ago, and like for some yeah. way, somehow, he it's his first day of op- reopening Cheers that he owned thirty years ago. Yeah, how about this? Like maybe somebody, like they, they somebody had bought Cheers and made it like a microbrewery, and he Ooh, buys that's it fun. out. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. really know what he's doing. You got a bunch of hipsters in there and stuff with craft beer. He doesn't really understand it. You got the regulars coming in looking for the regular beer and what the hell. That's a really good idea. That's a really, really fucking good NBC, are you listening? Yeah. They could easily infuse some younger characters into it and stuff like it. Woody Harrelson could come back even, at least as a cameo, you know? Yeah, I like all that. So like, like one yeah. one of the like one of the main kids because Woody Harrelson is probably a a bigger deal. Like he's not going to like join a series. No. So you have one of the like the main kid who who bought it or whatever is Woody's son. So that way Woody can come yeah. back periodically through it. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get like, the pitch out there for a, a small fee. Uh, NBC. See that sucks because like you, you say something so good, like I would watch the fuck out of that. Right. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I just saw it just that is, now. Yeah, it's it's very topical and current. Right. That's yeah. like, I mean it's a good idea. Cheers to yeah. electric boogaloo. It's too bad well. that only Jonathan will hear that. <laughs> Jonathan, make it happen. Jonathan. <laughs> it's all on you, kid. That's right. Yeah, I know he's outside uh, Brian's window, so yeah. I know he's listening. That's right. 
Stop uh, and fix our website while you're at it. God dang it. Uh, another one just real quick. Just came to me. How about, you know, sort of on the same, same sort of vibe as, you know, Wednesday. Maybe you have Eddie, who is the son of Herman and Lily Munster. Now, he's grown up now, but he's maybe trying to be more of a normal guy and, you know, blend in with normal society more. Maybe it's more of that angle, but he has this, this kind of a weird background with the Munster family, something like that. There's something there, too. Not as good as the Cheers one, but I just, I don't know. Maybe there's something there with a grown-up Eddie and his family or something along that line. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I got maybe. it. Go I got it. Mm-hmm. Chips, but instead of motorcycles, they're now on rascals chasing people through the mall. Mm. <laughs> Eric Estrada's still grunt. with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's still with us. I like it. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, any other ideas you want to mention before we wrap up this segment? One here? more. Right. Sorry, just gave me. Come on, you're giving me inspiration here. Golden mm-hmm. Girls. It's just a half hour of headstones. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Yep. Are they all okay. dead? Even the, the woman that played Sophia is she gone too? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> a, a fine way to end this, this, this segment. If you Rest in ideas, peace to this segment. There you go. Right. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. each and every one of the Golden Girls. If you have ideas out there, if you of a of a show you'd like to see uh, made into a continuation or something like that, we'd love to hear your suggestions and your pitch. And your opinions on what we what we had to say there. So you can reach us on our Gmail, uh, convincingidiots at gmail.com, and our social media accounts. Speaking some, of music, some words Brian, are just I, funnier than others. I was listening to Operation Mindcrime today uh, mm. at work, and I'm just like, I mean, obviously, like, I know so the good. album cover to cover, but I still listen to it. I'm like, here we are, what thirty five years after it was made, and I'm just like, God. they should have won a goddamn Nobel Prize for this. It's so, like, it's just, what a gift to music, and like, just how good. relevant it still is, and as a whole yeah. story from beginning to end, and it is, it's like a musical, basically, it's like a yeah, rock yeah. opera, it tells a story, it's so fucking good, I'm like, God damn it! I was just, I don't know, I was in a certain place today listening to it, and I'm just like, God damn! like, it's just, it's still Since impressive. Yeah. It still gives you chills it. up and down your arms. It does. I've heard it a million times. Not quite literally a million, but I've easily listened what to that whole this? album over 100 times. Queen's Queen's yeah. Okay. And it's just so fucking good. I'm like, God damn it. Like, just lyrically, musically, even just a standalone song. Just, ugh. Crazy. Yeah, Jeff Tate was just uh, flawless. Yeah. I, mean, just so, I re-listened so, so good. to Rage for Order today as well, and that was a okay. really good... I mean, that, that was always one of my top three by them, but that's, that's a really good one, too. Anyway, that's good. No, that's that's, that's good. Gen X Brian here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Oh, TV, oh, TV. What? No. Hello, I'm Pee-wee Herman.
Dean, the sleaze mm. video was last week. How are you dressed like that? I'm on vacation, <laughs> I leave tomorrow. So I, I, I figured I would dress beach appropriate right now. <laughs> for, for a 65-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Save your jokes. Save them. Come on. <laughs> Two hours of this shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So, question of the day. Mm -hmm. um, it is not exactly about uh, the art world, but mm. as an artist, musical artists. Um, guys, my idiot question of the week is give me an artist, a uh, musical artist that died young or too young or whatever. Mm hmm. And give me a scenario. Uh, tell me if they would have lived, what they would have done. Where would they be at now, even? Um, give me a little rundown. Doesn't have to be. Give me a few sentences, whatever you want. Just what do you think they mm -hmm. would have done? What What do you think? What direction would their career and life, maybe, if you know anything about that, would go? So, <laughs> does anybody have a uh, starting point here? Yeah, I'll start with, uh, I've ahead. often found myself wondering, when I look at uh, rappers of the 90s, right, or people that mm -hmm. were big in the 90s, and, you know, you see, like, Snoop Dogg cooking with Martha Stewart, right, and uh, you see, um, you know, Diddy doing his thing and, and with his vodka, and everybody has endorsements, or there's definitely a lot of rappers that were, or let's say uh, uh, Ice Cube in his horrible movie career uh, <laughs> and stupid family movies um he was an anaconda just... so cool your jets was... <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, it makes me wonder with like rappers like tupac and biggie like where if they had lived would they have like would they look at these guys now and go what the hell happened like you guys everybody <laughs> sold out everybody did this everybody did that um or would they have just fallen in line with everybody else because that's where their career would have taken them. So um, the Notorious B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, very near and dear to my heart, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, I've thought, I've, uh, I've often wondered, would he, you know, back when there was like Run's House and stuff, would he have had a reality show? Like maybe where he's the dad, right? And and uh, they're, they're raising their kids and stuff. And, you know, would, would it be something like that? Would he... I don't know. I, I think, I tend to think, and this is a boring answer because there's a lot of fun routes you could go. I tend to think what he actually would have done is probably ended up being like a producer or something like that. A little bit more of like what Diddy did and stuff like that. But um, it is fun to think of like, I don't know, Biggie getting into the reality world. Maybe, uh, maybe um, he's on a dating show at some point. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, who wants to call me Big Papa or something like that? That'd be like Ooh, the, the VH1 good. tagline, you know, like a rock sure. of love kind of deal. Imagine the the artist he could have produced and like, you know, in behind the scenes, like you were saying, like what he could have yeah. done there. I mean, sure. the art, the, the music that, that could have been, you know, from there. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's an that's an interesting one. I definitely think of a lot of rappers and like how just definitely like rappers of the '90s, kind of how their careers have gone. Um, and it, it it does pose an interesting question as to like had they 
you know, lived and gone on and, and how the culture would have changed as well. Like as far as, you know, around the music and what, how them being present and without the death of the two of them and all of that spiraling out of control, how that may have changed, you know, and, and uh, had a whole butterfly effect on everything going forward. So I don't know about you, Brian, you got any interesting ones? Uh, the first one for me that came to mind was this, uh, this rock band was, in, you know, in my opinion, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, uh, as far as sheer talent, they, they gave us some of the, every single member was, you know, super talented in his own right from vocals to, uh, each, each guy playing his particular instrument, super influential and, um, Back in 1980, when the John Bonham passed away in Led Zeppelin, uh, yeah. at age 31, the band decided, done, no more. You know, and that's that's what stopped Led Zeppelin. So you reflect on that to where all these guys were younger. If John Bonham would not have passed away from you know drug overdose, basically, uh, that band, I envision they would have stayed together. Now, who knows how long a band stays together? Certainly, you know, there's always things that can happen, how long they would have lasted and so forth. But I would venture to guess they would have given us more albums, more music, more mm -hmm. tours. And who knows, you know, the, but that was it. That was the last, that was, now they did, they did reunite uh, for like a, a special event that they recorded, sure. which by the way, if you've not heard that album, Mothership, uh, I think it's Mothership. They did, no, no. They got together for some live albums. Let's go, go check that out. But Mothership was a collection of the greatest hits and all that. But uh, where Jason Bonham, his son, I think, played with them at the time. So, so many people for so long have been vying for because all the you know all the other members are still alive, right? Uh, but just never, never happened. That was it. So, this makes me reflect on what that band would have continued to do for at least a number more years if not maybe you know reunited over time or whatever it was but yeah, yeah. just brought that band to a screeching there's not many bands have done that i can't i cannot think of any other right probably other ones out there that i there are probably other ones out there i'm not thinking of but there's been plenty 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 of iconic bands that has lost a member for one reason or another from a death or someone quits the band or something like that but yet the remaining members somehow find a way to pick it up and continue for at least try to continue on for a while. But Led Zeppelin said, no, out of honor for him, we're not replacing him. Just done. So I mean, it's admirable. That's the first one again. Good. Sure, it is. It is. Yeah. it is, sure. And there's also I mean, something, <clears throat> I think, maybe to be, to, to be said. I mean, I'm not doubting Led Zeppelin would have continued to make great albums, at least for a while, but kind of that, uh, what is, uh, you know, better to... Uh, burnout than to fade away kind of deal like is it well, better true. that the legacy i mean you could say that for a lot of you know great uh, or even you know biggie and tupac and stuff like that i mean going out when they did yeah there, there wasn't a massive catalog of music necessarily i mean they could have gone on for a lot longer and and same with all these bands with you know or like you look at nirvana with kurt cobain or whatever but like they're remembered in this time in which they were at the height of their powers and True. they're forever stay there because there was never 
anywhere to go or any way to let your audiences down or disappoint them because what you've left them with is so universally beloved that it's kind of like you forever stay on that pedestal because that's what you gave. You know what I mean? That's and that's yeah, how that's, you went out. That's your legacy. Yeah, it's a great it's a yeah. great point. You're right. No one is no one is sit around saying that you know that that last uh, yeah. you know the, the 40th album by Led yeah. Zeppelin was, eh, yeah. it was sure. like okay, Zeppelin hasn't made a good though. album in like 15 years or whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's Didn't just, hear that. You're right. 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 All right, Dean. What do you yeah. got? Um, I have um, the. They literally wrote a a song was written about this artist, um, "The Day the Music Died" by uh, Don McLean. Uh, my pick would be Buddy Holly. Uh, that guy was, if you, if you just are outside looking at the peripheral of it, you just hear the, the pop songs that he wrote, you know, um, you hear, you know, you just see the, the black framed glasses kind of good old boy from Texas, but musically he was just astonishing. And some of the like kind of lost tapes or not lost tapes, but more of um kind of the the stuff that he kind of like what Tupac did. He wrote did perform a lot of stuff, but that wasn't done. Um, yeah. So they're kind of the it's off to the side. But he, I think it, he died in what was it uh, in '59. Um, and it would that was just on the verge of like the the change in music, you know. You were like mm -hmm. five years away from the Beatles mm -hmm. um, coming in, or less than five years away from the Beatles coming in. And, I mean, there's a lot of people you can compare him to. Like, would he have gone the route of the Beatles and maybe done the pop up to there and then went psychedelic? You, you know, you have, would he have gone country even, you know? Because, like, uh, yeah. um, Merle Hagger was there, you know, on that tour. Uh, it just, he, there were so many different paths, but musically, he was, I think he would have been looked upon as one of the brilliant minds of music. Uh, I personally mm. think he would have gone through a couple different things, but I think he would have gone the way of almost Bob Dylan. I think he, uh, lyrically, he was so impressive. Um <laughs> All right, I'm, my I saw that my uh, video yeah, quality probably, was. We poor, still heard so. you the whole time, but yeah, it, it, you froze okay. up a minute visually. But yeah, audio okay. was fine. But yeah, I think he would have gone the way of maybe Bob Dylan, where you know he did some real deep shit, and then he kind of got weird at some points. Like I think it would have been really impressive. But what would that have done to other like known artists? I think he. I mean, I'm not saying he would have been as big as Elvis Presley, because Elvis Presley had a machine behind him with Colonel Parker, but I think he would have been not just the um, the icon on murals and, 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 and hop, you know, what was it? They, they portrayed him in uh, Pulp Fiction at one of the hopscotch uh, restaurants. I mm -hmm. think he would have been known as one of the most uh, influential people in music. Uh, if he would have survived. So I, I thought hmm. that was, uh, I think that's one of the, the bigger loss, knowing what musically he could have done. Hmm. So my pick's Buddy Holly. Very good. Nice. Excellent. So with that said, gentlemen, 
Anybody else got anything else? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was I was pondering. Uh, you know, had Kurt Cobain lived, the, what, which I was route the same he thing have gone? I, yep. Um, I feel like he definitely like Nirvana wouldn't have lasted much longer anyway. I feel like no. he eventually the, no. the the road he was headed down, he would have stepped away from it for, on his own accord. He would have just been like, "I'm done. Yep. I'm not doing this anymore. This is not what I signed up for." No. Um, He'd maybe have had a somewhere cool, along the line. I think, yeah, somewhere along the line, maybe he would have gotten back into music, maybe done, uh, I could even see him doing like some folk stuff or whatever, just kind of as he got older, as his uh, life experience caught up to him and things like that. And as he, you know, because actually, we, I was having this conversation and that I had said that, that he, he may get into like folk stuff. That's cool. Yeah. And I don't, when I was thinking that, I was like, I don't know if I'm just, mirroring his life on Eddie Vedder's because that's exactly no, what basically it, it makes but total like, it sense. seems like that's what he would have done. He would have left eventually. And I mean, it, there, there's that road in which he steps away on his own accord, takes care of himself, comes back later when he's ready to, to, you know, do it on his own, on his own terms. Or there's uh, Britney Spears uh, circa 07, 08, <laughs> where he nah. just goes nuts in front of everyone in the media and like lives <laughs> it, through it, being insane if he would for have been a minute, clean, and we all go, what I, I the think fuck? you're going to the first one. Yeah, yeah. I tend I, to think I so. Think, um, and then you would have the um, the the Beatles uh, showing up on the rooftop. You know what I mean? You have you would get the that that Nirvana reunion. You know, after 20 years. Yeah, and it right. would be the biggest fucking thing. And they'd yeah. sell out everything, and yeah. I also put down by the way because uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be very, very 20. interesting. I I looked him up today. I mean, I can't. He was so young, twenty-seven years old. Twenty-seven, 27 yep. years old. He's the first twenty-seven club. Yep. Nineteen seventy passed yeah, we, away. So he he really should, only had a main. We should do a show on that for, sometime. What's that? The whole this the this twenty-seven topic. club. Oh, the twenty-seven. No, club? the twenty-seven sure. club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Jimi Hendrix, picked, you're right, Brian. It, it'd be interesting. I just picture him. He he would have conti- certainly continued to you know, enhance his ability. Number one, but yeah, know, he he was such a part. He had, he had the ability. You think about that time as well. He could have really went on and uh, been such a an influence on empowerment and and everything else. And yeah. you know, singing out because there's nobody like him. I would have no. loved to have heard artistically where he went over the years, yeah, like what kind exactly. of. Uh, different things he went into and how his sound changed over the years would be really interesting. Absolutely. You think about it, it, it just the amount of kids that picked up the guitar just after a few years of Jimi Hendrix, you know, how many more right. people he could have influenced and everything else. And I, I could picture it today if he was still around, he would be, you know, he could still be playing acoustic sets or whatever and still be a powerful influence. Right uh, into his That's later crazy. into his later years, certainly. So, yeah, yeah. He, he may not be alive. This, you know, I'm trying to say. I just, I don't know if he would still be sure. able to the math. Sure. How would he be? Right. Twenty seven right. in 1970 is he even possibly be alive right now? No, I don't think so. But he could have, you know, certainly, you know, had a much more of a longer lasting influence uh, in the music world. So, anyway, yep. All right, That's the two that came to mind for me. Perfect. All right. Well, I I think that was a fun little question. Absolutely. Very good. Very good.
beauty. I have. What temperature is it in your house that you're? It's fucking March and you're in a fucking tank top and a headband. Are you sweaty? Like what is? How warm is it in your house? Uh, you, you you know how they say you dress for the job you want. I say uh, you dress for the season you want. Oh, okay. there you go. You're oh, okay. I'm really on, warmer weather. Hold on. Why are we doing this banter uh, and not on the fucking show? Come on. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. At least I have a record of this. Okay. So we all saw a movie this week together, gentlemen. We so did. This, mm-hmm. this gets us into our Ask an a Idiot A brand new question. one that none of us have ever seen before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dean, why don't you describe what did we all go see and then you had an idea of an Ask an idiot question okay. of the um, week. The three of us, along with the, our children and uh, friends and, and loved ones, we all went to see the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and we all sat in a beautiful giant theater with a giant screen. Our feet kicked up in the comfiest of chairs. It was a, on the in the balcony row. It was... It was the perfect time and place to watch that movie. It was it, illustrious. It was illustrious. We we're mm-hmm. we're fancy boys. That's what mm-hmm. we are. That's what yeah, we that's do. True. So it made me think, gentlemen, is there a movie out there, a Star Wars movie or TV show that you would pay to go see in the theater again? This could be from as simple as A New Hope being re-released to Bad Batch. To the Clone Wars, to uh, the Book of Boba Fett. What Star Wars Star Wars property would you guys be willing to pay to see in the theaters again? Um, Brian, let's start with you. Okay. The I mean, for me, the, the original trilogy. The always great to see on the big screen. That's all. It's you know that's where I first saw those, of course, back in their time. Rewatching Jedi on the big screen. Made you kind of relive those moments when it, when it first came on. I found myself feeling like a young kid again through the excitement, the sound, the it's spectacle. First, no, isn't it? Dun, dun, like a, with a yeah. crawl about to come up. It, even it, the 20th right there. Century Fox thing, even that, you yeah. know it was coming. <clears throat> that was like a huge, you know, lead in. And to, I did. Yes. <clears throat> you know, uh, that's it. It's I, happening. I, <laughs> look, 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 everybody. Of, of all the movies, I I would not I'm not interested to pay to see the prequels or the sequels on the big screen. Forget it. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch those on the small screen. That's where it's good enough for those. Maybe Revenge of the Sith, maybe. Other than that, leave them. The trilogy's made for the big screen. Uh, as far as other properties, I think for me the closest thing would be the Mandalorian series comes the closest to a movie blockbuster for me. Just the visuals, the storyline. That's the closest okay. to the the you know the actual you know Star Wars universe that uh, I enjoy for me anyway. Okay, so Brian wants to fill, uh, finish up the trilogy on the big screen <clears throat> and the Mandalorian. Uh, seasons, you know, one, two, and three. Yes, uh, Nicholas. <laughs> um, what about you? Mine is mine is actually kind of a lame answer because um, shocking. I just went. Hmm. Hey, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> mean, I just understood that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, 
There's only one I've not seen of of the of all nine Skywalker saga films. Okay. There's only one I have not seen in the theater. So I think simply for the sole fact of completing the set, um, I would I would want to see Attack of the Clones because it's the oh, only boy. one I have not seen on. Wow. That's the only okay. one I did not go to the theater and see. Um, you might be obvious... the only person to have that answer. Yeah, like, I mean, and it's and honestly, everybody. I used to say it was my least favorite. Well. Uh, movie. I don't know that anymore because Disney really outdid themselves with the last two. But um, it, it's sure. it's certainly the bottom. It's in the bottom three of my of my favorites or least favorites, I should say. But at the same time, um, I just I don't know. I I don't remember why I didn't see that one in the theater or why because Episode One first coming out, it could have been a little bit of the. Uh, it was tarnished from from the lacklusterness of episode one of the Phantom Menace, so it was kind of like okay, it's not a Star Wars movie. It's good, but it's I don't know. You knew it wasn't going to be the one where he turns yet, so it was just kind of that right. awkward middle movie. Um, episode one, obviously, a lot of hype. Episode three, I went and saw episode three. I've seen seven times in the theater when it came out. Wow. I went and saw it seven times. I couldn't get enough of it. Mm. I kept going to see it okay. every few days. It just anybody. At school that hadn't seen it, that wanted to see it, and whatever. I one time I even went just by myself to see it again. <laughs> like I just I fucking ate it up. I loved that movie. Um, so that would be my second one, just because as many times as I've seen it, and I just saw Return of the Jedi, which is my very favorite one. Um, but all all of them I've seen in the movie theater when they re-released uh, the original trilogy in the I think it would have been like the late nineties. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, I went and saw those uh, on the big screen, the special stuff. edition versions. Yeah, or whatever. I guess yeah. if I had to pick, it really my favorite movie, and I would like to see the theatrical, the original theatrical release of Return of the Jedi without the stupid mm. fucking song. If I had to pick for, like, mm, what's the that makes absolute, sense. like, most joy I would have watching a Star Wars movie on the big screen, it would be the one that we just saw, but it would have, it would be the original theatrical. You could release. even do that movie and then when that, go, when that song goes to play, you just put a picture of, like, just an asshole. Yeah. Like, somebody's asshole there, sure. and then just in, like, the most annoying... Like siren sound to it, yeah, and it would be better than that song. Absolutely, agree okay. wholeheartedly. But yes, that that's uh, I would say probably just episode two because it's the only one I to like to be complete. It's the only one I've never seen on the big screen, and I can't imagine okay. I'll ever put it back on the big screen because why? But um, right. yeah, so. But I did, and I mean that being said, I did enjoy seeing uh, even with the stupid song. I was disappointed to see that it was there, but uh, I was I, that was really cool to be able to see my favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, of course, my boy Salacious Crumb on the big screen. I can never pass yes. it up. Who could resist? It's my favorite thing ever. And then to see it with my kids in a movie theater, it was it was really cool. So, um, But yeah, that would, that would probably be uh, my answer. So what about you, Dean? Um, mine is very simple. I think that it should have been a, a movie and not just a TV series. Um, simply Kenobi. Kenobi, um, mm. visually, yeah. the story, yeah. it deserved. And if you did it in, like, maybe even uh, two part, uh, two movies, you could have made that, you know, added a little more um, definition to some things and uh, some, a little more uh, pizzazz to it, right? Um, but even if they wanted to re release it just as it is, how it played on Disney Plus. Put it on the big screen on that XD, uh, you know, screen that we saw with the sound and, and the cushy seats. I definitely 
would love to see Kenobi in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah, the battle with Vader alone would be would be yep. worth the, the admission. Yeah. Just yeah. just the, the simple fact of the one scene where he cuts his helmet, because mm-hmm. that's what I thought of when we were at the theater watching Return of the Jedi when he took his helmet off and he has the that uh thing on the top right of his head. Mm-hmm. And that and they explained it by that's where Obi Wan cut his helmet. Yeah. So it just can I just maybe I, kind of uh, yearn for that maybe. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually where this whole question came from. Was that one scene? Yeah. No, it's it's that's uh, a good point. Can I throw in an honorable mention? Sure. sure. Um, jazz cabbage prehand, and also the holiday special on the big screen. <laughs> jazz uh, cabbage, yes. Holiday special, oh, yes. Man. A thousand times, yes. But like mystery, wow. if I if this is my dream scenario and I get to pick, it's mystery science theater style. I'm not bothering anybody, and it's like us three in there. Jazz yep. cabbage, holiday special, movie theater. Nobody else is there. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not bothering anybody. But it's just like. Just full range. You can talk through it. You can because there's no reason. It's not like 100. You know, sit there. is it on YouTube? No. Yeah, it is on YouTube. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right. Li- all right. Listen. You know, we could do this for real. Backyard movie again. We could watch That's the original true. theatrical version of Jedi. I have those versions that like I mentioned already. You know, it's a nice. We- I thought he special- was holiday special. No, no. And then we could also we could well, and or we could do the. The holiday special. I'm not exactly. watching Andor again. No, no, no. Oh, the holiday special. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> nice try. No. It can be done on the quote unquote bigger, a big screen outside. I like projector. this. Yeah. yeah. As cabbage uh, now, partaking. I will sure. uh, certainly um, prepare. I would like to just say that yeah, I'm allowed to, I will be ugly face crying when the stormtroopers rip off the head of that little toy bantha, little baby chewing. Mm-hmm. That'd be very upsetting. Oh, sure. But other than that, I'll be fine. Yep. All right. Welcome and thank you for checking us out this week for Convincing Idiots. This week we have pop culture we talk about as we do every week. And this also with Ask an Idiot, Chris Rock. Was he the bully with his new Netflix special? Did he turn the tides? We talk about that much, much more. But then the meat of it, the main event, we talk about National Women's Month is giving us so many women, so many great women in our lives, so many, so many great women in. No, I fucked that up. No. Internet, the month has given us so many great women. All the best yeah. women were born in this month. Yeah. I, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I tried to like talk my way out of it, and I realized that I'm just digging myself deeper. Oh, no. So. It's a wall. It's another wall. It's another right. wall. Right. Can... Exactly. I'm like, all right. Just tap out. It's <laughs> that fucking windows. All right. So let's get into our Ask an Idiot question. Uh, you have an interesting topic we this evening. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Real quick. And this can be a very quick segment, guys. Um. So, how did I put it, Brian? Uh, the the idea the world this, has, the society has ended is what it's sorry, it's, right we're, or something where the world yeah, as so we know it the, is the world the, the society of the world whatever is ended but uh-huh. hundred two hundred three hundred whatever years from now archaeologists archaeologists find the the the, the USA whatever re, remains dust them off and they find you as a prominent figure what is the story they find. Again, this is obviously made up because, you know, 
we're not that big yet, but you know, in in your fantasy, what what do they find out about you? Give give us a quick little story of what they find three hundred years what you meant to this society. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, when they find me, uh, they will find ah uh, yes, this was the man who made Western civilization fully appreciate the wonder that was Jingle all the way. Uh, he will have been the one that really brought it back to the masses. Some things, like Family Guy. Uh, family, Guy was, family Guy was canceled, right? After a few yeah. seasons. But then it came back bigger and better than ever. Uh, same with Futurama. Some things just need time to marinate. And it will be I who usher in uh, the, the future generations into the greatness mm-hmm. that was the holiday classic and, quite honestly, cinematic classic, Jingle All the Way. Very nice. Yeah, Someone's like, you know, somewhere in the year, like 2026 or 7, I don't know what happened, but they started to have, they, they replaced as a wonderful life viewings with yeah. uh, Jingle All the Way on Christmas Eve. I All these theaters. Like, yeah. I feel like my journey has already begun because ever since we started this podcast, now I don't know if I have anything to do with it or not, or if it's just a coincidence, but the uh-huh. amount of people that I talk to and find that love that movie and chalk it up as one of the top, if not the top, the top three holiday movies of all time, it's staggering. And I don't know if that's because I'm bringing it out to the people or not, but well, you I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a co- it could be a coincidence, but it just yep. started happening around the time we were doing sure. this podcast, and I'm sort of bringing up people all the way almost every week, so I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> I mean, hey. What will you be known for? Yes. First of all, let's not take into the... We started this podcast. Uh, you talk about Jingle All the Way. Everybody else is talking about Jingle All the Way. What two things have has they brought back? Quantum Leap, Night Court. There you go. I, I'm, I'm just doing. saying. There's something. Uh, we're a global uh, podcast here. We're having mm-hmm. we're right having time. impact. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. They're bringing back uh, the Atari for Brian. <laughs> that's right. See? That's right. There you go. There you that's go. what we do here. That's right. Uh, I mean, for me, you know, obviously, you know, I, I will, I will say, in all seriousness, if I think all of us, some people would say, somehow they all had good kids, somehow, so that that would be great, yeah, yeah. So the the they they were sort of maybe floundering a little bit, whatever, but mm-hmm. something happened. They had good kids, and they went on to do some good things. I think that'll be one thing that hopefully that they would say for for all of us with a, with a serious answer. That'd be solid. You know, I mean, for us, I think I, Nick and I already discussed in a prior episode that, you know, there's people somewhere perhaps in a a nuclear uh, a bunker somewhere, like the luxury yes. bunkers that Nick right, and I talked about. Bunkers. Yeah. Yep. So uh, probably watching this very episode still of Convincing <laughs> Idiots, right? So that uh, we did, we are leaving this uh, this legacy of, uh, of ridiculous uh, uh, entertainment. I don't know, you know, behind out there, you know, so that's certainly something. And I think for me as well, they're going to uncover, it's just going to be like a, almost like a, you know, like they find like a Pharaoh in a, like a tomb, you know, yeah. they keep finding rooms and different things like that. They're going to find that with me. It's going to be like, it's going to be like a t-shirt room, different rooms, just, <laughs> diff, diff, just, just different sure. t-shirts. Yeah. They're going to, you know, dust off stuff like this. So this room's going to be like full of like, you know, uh, retro band, Music, you know, T-shirts, and then a Star Wars chamber, you know, <laughs> and like a, a sports Marvel room. comic, sports, yeah, yeah it's, it's chamber, T-shirts. That makes sense. And that's probably to, to clothe, 
All right. Uh, Ethiopia or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> sure. it's, it's something, something like that. Hell, between yeah. the sh- all the T-shirts you have and all the T-shirts I have, we might survive this apocalypse just buried yeah, yeah. under a mountain of fabric. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Pre-shrunk cotton and below all of it is us. Yeah, so you, you guys, everything went to shit, and is is it, how is it that you're still having a different shirt every time I see you? It's just, <laughs> I, it's, it's strange. There's no, there's no way to even wash clothes. I know. You know, you know it's I one and done. We just, we're one and we we toss it out. Yep. Yep. Dean, what about you? All right, mine's very brief. Um, they will unearth the story of Dean, the mm-hmm. janitor. <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Dean was hired as a janitor for the government to to clean up the facilities. And then one night on third shift, he was trying to look up porn. Somebody was coming in the room, and he wanted to turn it off real quick, and he Mm -hmm. accidentally hit the button, which Mm -hmm. sent off all of the nuclear bombs. And and then they sent off nuclear bombs, and then they sent off nuclear bombs. Because Dean was watching porn, he ended civilization. That was by far the most accurate, I would say, uh, story that we heard. If not for the fact that you had worked for the government, I don't think the government would hire you. But other than that, other than that, that is the most. You should tell the chief of uh, police. <laughs> I like it. There you go. Yes. That's right. Fantastic. Well, if you're listening, watching, we're interested to know what your legacy might be someday. What are, what are the future people going to find about you? You had excellent taste in podcasts. That's, That's true. Right. That's true. That's true. I guess the speaker, the main host this year, is the. <laughs> they always try to get somebody who's an alum of DI or whatever. And this year, it is the composer of the score of Everywhere, Always, All at Once, or what everything always over. The guy oh, that okay. did the score for the movie. Uh, hmm. As the I mean keynote, I'm, whatever, I'm sure he'll be fine. Is. But like, I don't think anybody's going to top what John Glenn did. Yeah, John, yeah drunk awesome. John Glenn. Yeah, drunk, drunk John Glenn was amazing. Mm. <laughs> you know what, kids? We never landed on the moon. <laughs> and welcome back to segment three of Convincing Idiots. We're fucking now, and. Ooh. We are getting into our third and final segment of the episode. Yes, that's right. So, that might be... Good thing my pants are off. That might be the way uh, present day Nick enters a third episode of podcast segment. But Nick at 16 years old, let's say, uh, he would not have entered a podcast in that way. um, Because he wouldn't have entered a podcast at all. Because they didn't exist. When Nick was 16, so Are you sure? that's a little bit. <laughs> if if they did, they were very. Uh, they were not known about uh, very okay. much. They were not okay. uh, very prevalent in society as the way that they are now. I think that's sure. due in part to us. Um, but you know, <laughs> I'm not here to toot our horn. I mean, you know, so we'll move on. But um, that's kind of, that that ties into. <laughs> I appreciate that. That ties into uh, what we're going to talk about this next segment. I didn't introduce. I am Millennial Nick, this is Gen X Brian, and Zenial Dean, and we are here to talk on our third and final segment a little bit about, we, 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 we have a, we, we have a musing, he said we, 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 we have a, a musing, uh, an idea, if you will, mm-hmm. how would we, 
This was an idea of Dean's, I believe. How mm-hmm. would we, what would we guide 16-year-old version of ourselves? Or I don't know if 16 is, is necessarily the set on date. Teenage version eh, teenage of version. ourselves, yeah. right? What kind of advice would you give? <laughs> Knowing what you know now, living mm-hmm. the life you have lived, experiences that you have, knowledge you have gained, what would you pass along to... Uh, teenage version of you and and i'm gonna let dean take it from here if you want to lay out a little bit what you're thinking with this question what kind of specifics if there are specifics so i will hand it over uh to our zennial dean here to explain a little bit further in depth sorry i was distracted by uh, a little more brian's body that we're normally allowed to see so (laughs) that's what's under there it's so hot in here yeah oh crazy no, the original. If I idea was of talking this, to teenage Nick, I'd say stick around for that third second. <laughs> you go see some midriff boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I the original idea of this really came down to one question, and then it steamrolled into this: What would you tell yourself? But you guys answer this very first question, and then we'll go from here. Yeah. Would you like teenage you? And would teenage you like you right now? That's where this started mm. from that question. And then okay. we'll go on to the advice mm. or whatever you want to have that conversation with you and yourself. But would you like teenage you and would teenage you like you today? Brian, go. Okay, so I was grabbing here off camera so that would I like Please this be, young oh man? Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Oh, it is I so like hot in here. Brian. Oh wait! Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. it, what are you holding? The trombone. Yeah. Oh. Oh fuck yeah! And and hope yeah. to get a rusty trombone. I'd see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this, him! I, so on YouTube, but, I'll post this picture. This you look like you're full. dressed as Austin Powers, but not ironically. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah, we have the weird. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. We had that weird uh, uh, scarf thing in band. It was like a long red trench coat thing. Almost. I don't know. I don't know what's more frilly than the shirt or the smaller escaping like Doc Ock out the back of the side of his fucking head. He's got Medusa curls on the back of his head there. Jesus. That's right. The, the only thing that froze like... was that tiny caterpillar across his lip. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, a fucking uh, woolly, uh, it's woolly, woolly bear season here. Yeah, Dick Goddard yep. would be proud, buddy. Yep, I'm going to do the rest of the show like this. Well, hey, Dick Goddard, because yeah. vagina wants no. to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what oh, might. Thank you. Hold on. Let's okay. stop. And, and, and all of us thank mm-hmm. Brian. Let's appreciate right uh, Thank you, Brian. Such a wonderful gift. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you stayed this long. You know, you're welcome. Uh, and also, go <laughs> to the YouTube video to watch yeah. what you just saw. Yeah. I'll if post anything, the picture. It's my, framed. Do you my, keep that framed in Jesus, go to, video, oh, yeah. go to our YouTube video. <laughs> have, go to our YouTube. I, convincing I idiots was, on YouTube. This is my senior picture, senior year band picture at Kenmore High School. Oh. I, I, it's so funny to me. This is my mom's frame. I hang it on the wall here because it's funny to me. I That's just hang it here. Yeah, in my office. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do yep. we get yep. a copy is, is more send, my question. I'll send it to you. Okay, thank you. A, thank you. Uh, I'll probably put that on merch, maybe, too. Absolutely. I want a wow. t-shirt with that on it, please, and thank you. Man. Do we have it's any a, dildos that we can put it on? <laughs> I, I think that would yeah. really sell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, hotcakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
just turn on the vibration and the hair just wispily flows in the background. I yeah. like this. And it goes like the trombone thing. Yep. What's funny too is off camera over here, you can't see it. The actual trombone in that picture is also hanging right over here off, you know, off camera in my office. I want to yeah. walk through your house and see the Museum of Brian that exists. You've never been? I've not been up in that room. I've been to your oh. house. I've never been upstairs. No, no. I've never been up see, there. It's, it's one of those like a movie. Like when you go there and you go to take a piss, you have to sneak into every room just to see what like hidden <laughs> treasures are in there. Yeah, it's it's something to behold. Yeah, yeah, you could have had it as well if you if you want to be fifty plus years old and living alone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a decent. No, not decent. I've had some of Peyton's like you know, when she was in high school and she we had little little gatherings over here every so often, like a fire or something like that. And I was yeah. tickled. I was loved the fact that she. Invited friends over here. That was very special to me, frankly. But some of the teenage boys were like, "Wow, so much cool stuff!" And I would tell them, "Hey, you can have this too. If you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't recommend it necessarily, for you. but it can be yours. But if you would like to have it and just have anything you want up on your walls and in your home, it's very simple. Just don't get married, and but you right. be 40, 50 years old, and you know, you, maybe you're happy with that, maybe you're not. Yeah. So Brian, yeah. you told you told those teenagers <laughs> that. Uh-huh. What yeah. would you tell teenage Brian in this conversation? You get well, a time travel machine, get you and him in a room. You get the first question. The first question oh, yes. first. Yes, I first, first, question first question. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got we like right, but worth it. My younger self, no. My younger self would be annoying to me right now. Okay. That'd be super annoying. That'd be a super annoying teenage kid. Mm-hmm. Dumbass, trying to be funny. I would love him. Just, I, I don't know. So it, I just run my fingers through his hair. In some respects, <laughs> in some respects, I would like some things about me back then, as far as like my respect to my parents and different things, the just the love of my friends and things like that. But for the most part, I would find my younger self probably very annoying. And and the flip side. What does teenage Brian think of what he's become? Just in the hour meeting, I think that young he, man would be like just amazed that just wow, you seem so old. You could grow an actual mustache. Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> now that, sure for me, I'm to see like you know the full beard because you know, right now it's it's it's, it's funny. It's, it's so when I was that age, my dad at the time had a full beard, a graying beard, and everything else. So I'd probably be like. Wow, you kind of remind me of dad in some yeah, respect. Yeah. You know, and you definitely get a different appreciation of why is your dad so gruff and things at times? Yeah, that's life. That's right. What life could do to you. Life kicks you in the balls and never stops until you die. Yeah. <laughs> However, if I would show up like this, maybe with like I a, wish I had a, my pipe to smoke at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a might... fitting part of moment yeah. for it. Absolutely. That's right. Mary yourself, I think it would be interesting if I'm wearing like a superhero shirt or some type of t-shirt I normally okay. wear or something like that. So that might be interesting. Like, okay, well, you're not just totally off the rails necessarily. It's like the right. fact that you still like things and wear things that you like at this age even to wear. 17 years old, you like superheroes. 54 years old, 
He's like superheroes you, and all that shit, you know. Whoa, so that that'd be kind of neat. So you get to you still get to wear uh, right. uh superhero t-shirts? Right. What did that cost you? Right back thing. That's right. <laughs> Everything, a life kid. of solitude. <laughs> 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 uh, let's, we're scrapping this fucking topic. We're just going to do this oh for the next hour. Just Brian oh and his Brian. teenage self. I don't give a yes. shit about us. Nick. Let's, let's just go on Brian for an hour. Fuck it. Absolutely. That's yeah. it. The, the, there's your question. I would not like to be yourself. And it, yeah, other self would be, yeah, weird, okay. weirded out by how old I looked, and but kind of maybe thought some some aspects might be kind of cool and interesting. Hopefully, that's it. Uh, okay. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what I what I like would present day me like teenage me. Um yes and no. I was so very three similar. Years ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've grown a lot in the last, you know, handful of months here. Um, you know, I similar to what Brian said, is it was like I think there's a lot of qualities I would have had that would have been very that I would now look back and go, man, that's you're such a douche. Like, oh my god, stop! Like sure. trying to, you know, just there's certain things when you're a teenager that you're just like you don't even know. Like, just stop trying so hard. Stop, you know, you're being a douchebag. Um, so stop taking your hair for granted. There's definitely an element of that. Yes, uh, yes, I would like that. I had a lot more hair. Oh my god, I would, I would enjoy that. I'd be like, you look magnificent. God, you're a, no, I just want to run my fingers through your hair, please. For an hour. Do sometimes, but your hair is magnificent. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think, but like Brian said too, like I, whoa, shit, whoa, I was, um, oh, I was, um, I was a pretty good kid. So, like, I think I would, um, in some ways, I think I was better then as well. Like, I was a little, I was more um, pretentious. I, don't know. I was just a, a, a more hopeful person i think i was less uh what's the word i'm looking for well i was less um jaded by things maybe yeah. so i think i would appreciate that about like well, younger me. when you spend that much time with robin that's bound to happen <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i just i think there's definitely it would be a little bit of both like i think i mean i was only i felt like i was a good kid and i probably would look back on me younger and go you know you you got some ways to go, but that's you know this is fine. That's um, good. So, but uh, me so, today. So, would you like him? But I like what I like him. Yeah, that, that's that's a starting question. Yes, would you like because him? because okay. I still know what I know, right? And it's sure. endearing to me. It's endearing to see. It would be endearing to see me of yesteryear. So okay. yes, I would. And I would like him. Does even he like you? Despite his shortcomings, does he like sure. me now? Um, I think he does. Absolutely. I'm okay. Uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn here or anything, but I'm proud. You mean you of, go? You get to go play actual and... hockey once a week? <laughs> right? oh, fuck, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. My uh, my biggest thing is like so. Um, so even I have as to give young... up hair, but I get to play hockey. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. right. I'm cool. still doing it. That is that is a feather in the cap. I'm still doing it all these years later. So there's that. Right. There you um. Go. But no, I um I I definitely um I even from a young age I mean I had a good family life I had a good uh, family dynamic with me and my mom and dad and I always look forward to the day that I could be a dad and uh, have a family so for that reason specifically I would be in complete awe of the life that I have now um I would certainly look at Robin and go how the fuck did you do that like how did you land a girl like this I don't know 
but I would be blown away by that. And then, yeah, hey, (laughs) don't ask how. Just it's here. Here we are now, right? Okay, you got it. You've secured the situation. We're good. No, well, I actually we'll get into the conversation itself. But like one thing that you could explain to younger Nick, yeah, is just explain to him how New Year's Eves are are what we do at New Year's Eve. With the with the giant Nerf war with your oh, kids, right. like yeah. he'd be out yeah. over the moon. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely, because that's fun. And then like just to, right. the my family dynamic, I I'm, I couldn't be happier, or feel more uh, fortunate to have that. So the greatest brother-in-law would, in the world. Yeah. I, absolutely, I, yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, I would I would look at that, and like Brian said, there's. I mean, I still. I mean, I look around this room that I'm in. This, in many respects, is an ode to my childhood. I still display my my figures and my toys and things that I even had as a child in here. And, you know, uh, that uh, the fact that, as you mentioned with like the music and stuff, I've gotten to pass along my love for like power Rangers and star Wars and things like that. And relive it again through my kids um, and the Spider-Man stuff. And that, you know, my, that my kids love. So all that stuff would be just insanely awesome to me. It would have, it's, it all came to fruition. All the things that I really wanted out of an adult life, I end up getting, and this is what it looks like, and it's incredible, and it's even better than I imagined in, in some ways, probably because it's real. So, um, yeah, I would be, I think I'd be very proud of me um, now. Nice. Um, so, but yeah, um, I might be a little disappointed that, like, I never, I didn't move to Canada, and I never made the NHL, and <laughs> there'd be those things. They'd be like, "Really? You didn't, you didn't do anything? No." But I, I made you know, me there's, 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 there's on NHL on the video game, <laughs> right? Does yeah, that right. count? Yeah, you know, it was a bobblehead me, little shit. Right, right. That's right. Yeah, there he is. He's motherfucker. You got a bobblehead. Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? That's true. Did teenage Nick ever think that grown up Nick would ever have a bobblehead of himself? Oh, no. Amazing technology. No. Again, goes back to the greatest brother-in-law. The greatest in the history brother, of, you know, yeah, all yes, owed to you. I mean, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Most so, things are. That's right. That's right. Bobbleheads, so. the clap. You know, most things are owed <laughs> to me. Yes. Yes. All the greatest venereal diseases I have experienced <laughs> have come from my greatest brother-in-law in the world, who also gave me the bobblehead. That's right. So, Dean, what about you? Uh, what how, how, what say you? Okay. Um, like Brian, no. I would not like uh, Dean. He would be annoying. Um, I can just hear that whiny bitch ass voice. Um, <laughs> Wait, is this, is the younger Dean talking to you, or is this you talking <laughs> to the younger? Can, Dean? Can fucking go either way. Um, <laughs> no, he's. I, we're we're going to walk in the room, and I'm going to look at him. He's going to look at me in disgust, and look at him. And it's everybody and, hating everybody. And he's going to look at me. Of, of course, I, I have fucking man tits now. Of course. <laughs> you probably want to I would choke fight. him, but I was, I'm afraid that I, I know what happens. He just comes on my feet real quick. God. <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we won't get along. We won't like each other, but we'll have this conversation. Um, he's going to look at me. He's, you know, of course. Look at, look at you. And uh, I'm, I, I know what this is, and I look at him, and it's just gross and awful. And <laughs> same thing, you know, hating yourself years ago is still hating yourself today. So, fuck both of us. All right, moving on. To- well, let's wrap this. I think I can go to bed happy wow. now. <laughs> wow. What? Come on. All right, so now the questions. Um, you get an hour with your uh, teenage self. Hmm. What's some of the questions? What What do you talk about? 
Um, you know what I mean? You could go and, you know, you could tell them the lottery numbers, but if you hit the lottery numbers at 19 years old, your life's different. You you don't get the kids. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, so there are consequences. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's just advice. Maybe it's just warning him about things that are maybe inconsequential to life going forward. You know what I mean? Like, you know, watch that curb. You'll break your ankle. You know what I mean? Who knows? But Hmm. it's up to you. You could change your whole life if you want. You get an hour in the room with teenage you. Wh- what do you guys talk about? How does how does that conversation go? Let's actually uh, start with Nick this time. Okay. Uh, so this is consequential to my future, right? <laughs> yeah. This, this like this yeah, is a a, yeah. I could there could be a time variant situation where yeah because if I tell him not to say. do something be okay because the, ad- so, the advice you give him. I mean, you could, you know, if you you tell the wall advice, it doesn't know anything. So, you know what I mean? As in, yes, if okay. it doesn't mean anything, the advice you give him, you know, means shit. So, okay. yeah. I would I would be, and this is not to be, like, too, like, cheeseball about it or whatever, but, like, I would be hesitant to give myself any advice before I met Robin. Because then everything would have changed, and I wouldn't have my kids, and I wouldn't have mm-hmm. the life that I have. So, for that reason, I would say, do you. Up until that point, I would maybe um, since I met Robin, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, um, I would probably say don't drink uh, three quarters of a bottle of vodka and try to drive home because you'll black out and drive into a checkpoint. Um, I would also that, say that, that's damn fine advice. Once again, with liquor, maybe uh, don't take several uh, mm-hmm. shots of vodka and then go play hockey. You you might break your ankle, and that'll save you a couple grand in medical bills if you don't do that. Um, <laughs> things like that. I don't need to be an AI to to see a pattern. Here. <laughs> be um, be be wary of alcohol. Uh, but there again, if I swore off alcoholism, I never would have met your sister Dean. And then that's I wouldn't have one. I owe. I, I actually owe my love beautiful family life to alcoholism. That's so true. I can't really hate on it altogether. That's because true. We were both deep in the throes of alcoholism when we met, and uh, oh, sure. so uh, you know we, we ended up with the life that we have today. So I wouldn't change a thing. Um, but yeah, if I could give some advice, I would honestly, um, I would probably just tell him that you know you're you there's going to be some patches in there. They're going to be rough, but. You know, it's again cliche. It's kind of boring. I'm not going to take too long on it, but it's just like stick with it. Trust me, things work out in the end. Like everything, mm-hmm. stay true to yourself. You know, follow your gut with things, follow right. your heart, whatever have you, and it it works out for you. I promise it does. It works out amazing, better than you even think right now. So just, you know, just do you. Follow follow what you think is right and. I have my parents to owe to uh, that for my my upbringing. They I felt like they gave me a pretty good uh, barometer of of you know right and wrong and how to handle situations and things worked out pretty well for me. So I would probably not change. Uh, that's kind of a boring answer. I really wouldn't. I'd be afraid. I wouldn't <clears throat> want to change anything. Now, if there's a flip side to this conversation coming to where you know I don't know if I want to answer it now or not, or if I'm supposed to answer it now or not. Um, but if there is something that doesn't change time. I would give tips that, such as well, that, is there, is there going to be a question that? Last, that would okay. Be last question. Okay. Yeah. So I won't answer that now. So Brian, you yeah. Go. Yeah, I'm kind of with you in the sense that I would be very cautious to try to say something that would you know not allow me to have Peyton. You know, mm-hmm. so I would just be very very careful in that respect because I it's been a she has been a a. a 
it saved my life probably in many respects. Um, I don't know. I would, I would say, you know, hey, listen, you know, you, you know, you, you're, you're going to have some. I mean, obviously, I'm talking to you as a as a young person. You can see that I'm an older. I'm, this is me talking to my younger self. I'm 54. I, you've obviously made it this long, so that's a good thing. You know, so if you're worried about anything like that, you're still around on this sure. earth for a little while. You know, <laughs> so do those drugs. Yeah, <laughs> so you're, uh, but you know, I'm you're past, fine. I'm, Past the age of of uh, of dad, you know, you're uh, when you're this age, so we're doing okay in that respect. Uh, but yeah, you just there's going to be very difficult patches of life. There's going to be things you're going to go through that that you may not think you're going to be able to make it with financially, personally, relationship wise. You're going to have heartbreak. Some really really tough times. You're going to you know doubt that you can maybe get through it. But you are. You're going to be fine. You're going to get through it. You're going to use your family. You're going to use your friends. Appreciate all the time you have with your friends. Some of the friends that you have in life right now, some of your very best friends, when you're my age, are not going to be here. I'm not going to tell you who that is. All I'm going to tell you is enjoy the time with your friends right now because it could be gone in a minute. But you are going to be blessed with having long-term friendships, many long-term friendships for many years so that's something to value and appreciate and never lose sight of that you're not going to be alone sometimes you might think you're alone but you're not you know so just hang in there and i'm not going to say if you got married or not because i don't want to bum myself out when i'm that young <laughs> because i was <laughs> i was envisioned as a young as a young man that i was going to be like my parents and I have a you know like all my friends all my close friends for the most part had long had two parents around long-term marriages they had kids, and it was like that's what I envisioned having for myself. Very I never had nuclear family set yeah, up. Yeah, right. Never <clears throat> had it, but I would at least tell myself that you know I'm not going to tell you if you got married or whatever. But you will have a beautiful child, a beautiful daughter, and she's going to be the light of your life. I'm not going to tell you who it's from. Just hang in there. You're not going to feel that you're ready for it, but you're going to be fine. It's going to be very, very, very difficult. You're going to go through some of the most difficult periods of your life, potentially, but you're going to be through it. He's going to be great, and he's going to come out great. On the other side, you're going to experience many beautiful things with her. So just, you know, hang, like you say, kind of hang tough. Yeah. Hang tough. I'll probably give myself advice and, you know, yeah, just don't, don't live beyond your means. Don't go crazy with, you know, Buying too much credit cards and all that when you're younger, you're going to appreciate that a little bit more. But just just hang in there. No shit, and right? just say things things are going to be fine. Appreciate your time with your parents because you know then you know uh, all that all that stuff. Just just general advice like that. You know what I mean? Because I, I wouldn't want to okay. just risk you know screwing something up. And maybe the last thing, Nick, I might tell my younger self: as hard as it might be right now for you. The Dallas Cowboys will win multiple <laughs> Super Bowls. Yes, they will. I'm not going to tell you when, but you hang in there. You hang will in. see it in your lifetime. <laughs> see, hang the crazy tough. thing is, that yeah, was old ahead. news to Teenage Nick. Like, Teenage Nick was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Right. Like, that happened when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, as you two are walking out your two separate doors, right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're going to stop younger Brian and go, hey, one last thing. Someday, some very handsome young man's going to walk into your office. That's right. You're going to be a boss. Mm -hmm. And he's going to ask you to join a bowling league. 
Fire him. Fire him at that fucking moment. <laughs> Kick him out of your office. Rid the vermin from your life now. Get that him out. That might be another thing. So we're someday you, some guys will be sitting on it. We're talking about having what they call a podcast. It's like I'm the radio. Your small brain can't mm-hmm. comprehend that right now. But you're right. It's like the radio, but you could put yourself on the radio if you want to. Uh, just really rethink that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> question. It's a lot of work and it's a thankless job. <laughs> really rethink that. Yeah. yeah. You're going to age rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> you had, a, you had a full brown, dark, thick beard uh, yeah. when it starts. Yep. Three years in. Yeah. Yep. No, that, that that's that's kind of it. Just like I say, just general general hang in there, like you say, Nick. Just sure. like, stick with you. So that makes Dean, sense. what about yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, where are we at? Um. Well, I like or or no, conversation. You, you uh, what what advice would you give oh, younger okay. you? But it, but uh, it would okay. change. It would this at this point, it could change the trajectory oh, we, of your entire life. Okay. Yeah. Well, we first walk in. Um, teenage Dean is going to look me up and down and go. You don't have to say it. I will stop eating cookies. Jesus, do a sit-up. <laughs> Are they outlawed in, in, in the future? God damn it. And then... And then... Or at least uh, cover yourself with a Tommy Bahama shirt. I, Jesus. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like <Are> you, me. <laughs> Are you exercising in the future? Yeah. Well, what are you doing? Swimming. Swimming. I, <laughs> what? I, I but, sure hope but. oatmeal's uh, ba- trash bags filled with oatmeal's become sexy in the future because Jesus Christ, if not, we're not getting fucked at all. <laughs> I'm not getting fucked now, and I expect to get fucked now with that body. God damn it! <laughs> it only gets how harder. This conversation kid. starts. Harder. <laughs> there, there's proof of one. One time. Um. No, I don't. Uh, I I think. I'm just going to tell him, you know, to, like you said, be patient. Um, and that's a, I'm going to steal yours, uh, Brian, is fucking easy on the, uh, uh, live within your means in your 20s because that yeah. will come back and fucking bite you yep. in the ass. Yep. Um, you know, the, <clears throat> there's going to be, you're going to be driving a, a small white car. I can't fucking remember what it was, but it's a small white car. And at that time, you're going to date this girl. And well, you're going to go on a few dates. When you pull up to the house, invite her in. That's all I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Invite her in. Don't mm-hmm. let her drive away. Mm. That's, that's one thing that I would tell him. Again, to be vague for him so you don't give too much information. And it would be a way big, too big of a story for this podcast at this moment. Um, I would tell him that uh, to invest in um, probably Apple. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know? Um, I would tell him to... To just stop being a douchebag. Uh, stop being a pussy. Um, things are going to come along, and you're going to pass on them because you're a you're a punk ass bitch. Um, <laughs> I, I was known it, it, for a brief period as Mister Missed Opportunity. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm known as that now. <laughs> I'm known as that now. Um, look for that T-shirt on her fucking merch. Um, 
So I like that a lot. Punk ass bitch. Punk yeah. ass Hashtag bitch. Hashtag punk yeah. ass bitch. I'm gonna use that yeah. one of your other pictures you sent. Yeah. All I right. Like that. Um <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. There you know, the there is some some opportunities. Like, yeah. Here's the question of time travel. I love my son dearly, and I would I would do anything for him. But like, if you and I think we've probably been over this on other time travel uh, conversations. But like, if if I won the lottery at twenty and I don't have kids, or nope, you know what? There, you could fix it in a way that you know, tell him to play, you know, to invest in this or play these numbers or whatever. But tell him to be here at this place in a certain time, where you know it. You know what I mean? To meet this person to make this happen. You know what I mean? So you could do both. Mm. That way, you you could make your your fucking like better and still have the good things. You would tell yourself you have to meet, you have to be, you have to meet Lori, or you just say be in this location and something. Yeah, gonna I wasn't going to give names, but yeah, you you you'd be at the certain places, a certain time to meet the certain okay. people to have okay. your kids. You know what I mean? Mm. Not like the certain place of like you know be there fucking her and you know. At twelve oh five, not that, but like you know, <laughs> thrust three times. She's gonna go. Is that it? And you're gonna go. Yes. And then, kid. So, okay. Yeah, I would. I would definitely try to enrich my life of some sort. But, um, he would be so obnoxious to talk to. That I don't think it, I would get annoyed and just fucking walk away or choke him. Um. All right, but for you guys, yeah. Final question. Um, you get like Nick said before. You now get to tell him something that doesn't ruin the space time continuum situation. So just pure advice. This is what if I could do something pure, differently. I love my life, but if I could do something differently, you get that. Here's what I would this. do better. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Uh, I will start. For me, I was always a good student in school, but I never took school seriously. I didn't work as hard as I could have. And I never Stole really, uh, I, I w- wish I would have told myself, hey, like, you need to come up with, give me three things, three things you want to be when you grow up. One of them can be famous this or that or whatever. The other two, pick something you're interested in. Hey, um, you know, 16-year-old you, you want to play in the NHL someday, right? Okay, there's one of yours you want to play in the NHL. Okay, let's think of something. Would you like to be involved in hockey in a way that's not a player? Let's go be a sports boy. medicine or be uh, uh <laughs> sure. I mean, something <laughs> in, yeah, some some sort of what, what what's a craft or something that you can do, something you can study that can put you close to the game that you love what are you good um, at? For, well, for your life, you know. it's like hand jobs. There you go. Right. You're the locker room guy. You know, it's fine. Um, you can work for the video coach for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, oh. You can be his personal oh, assistant. That's, that's specific. Um, you can, <laughs> <laughs> um, save some other players some trouble. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, or, you know, just things like that. Uh, I, I discovered much later in life, I'm like, I am fascinated by marine biology, for example. That would have been a cool thing for me to choose to go into. Have you always enjoyed like like looking at marines or just like studying them or <laughs> Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Just, I mean good. The the the, the that physique. Is fascinating. Uh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Sure. Um 
but no, there's things like that, marine biology, or you know, just something being some sort of uh, scientist in in the Arctic or something like <laughs> something like that would have been insane to me. That would have been cool. That would have been something sure. that doesn't sound sexy when you're a, a teenager that you don't want to like, ooh, that's what I'm going for. But it's practical and it's something you can work towards and something you can actually have a career in or, you know what I mean, and invest in your future. Um, I never took it seriously like that. I never, I was just too focused on the moment at all times. Um, so definitely I would, I would tell myself that that would probably my be my biggest one it's just because i mean as i outlined earlier i'm I'm pretty i feel that i in my opinion i have a pretty charmed life i'm I'm happy with where i am if there's one piece of the puzzle missing it's that you know i can't really complain about my job but i don't have a career that i'm passionate about right like i don't go to i don't Mm. go to work every day going like this is meaningful work for me this is i can't wait to get to work i i envy people that are like i love my job like i love going to work every day so that's something that, you know, I don't have a bad job. I don't have gripes, but it's not something that I'm super passionate about. So that, that would probably be something that I would probably tell myself. I would also just, um, yeah, probably tell myself to uh, be more secure in yourself, I guess. You know what I mean? Like be, um, more comfortable in your own skin. I mean, I think for a lot of the, a lot of my, uh, teenage you years, like, most people don't, you know, Piece have that. They don't shit. have that security. So, yeah, maybe that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Brian, what about you? No, that's good stuff. Uh, I guess I would say one thing is, you know, you're, you, uh, you're going to play, you're going to start to play some organized sports for your high school. Just finish, finish one fucking season. Like, I tried out for basketball. I used to, I used to love basketball. In the seventies, right? So you, there were the super short. Are there pictures of that? Please tell have, us. No, that. no, oh. no, no pictures of that. This is this is in the eighties. But I used to just have a passion for basketball. Watching the NBA, watching Larry Bird, watching mm-hmm. the Celtics. I used to shoot baskets for hours and hours and hours and hours out back. You know, just loved it so much. I so I tried out, went through all the conditioning, the toughest, toughest, and I quit. It's because I lost confidence in my in myself and all that. And to this day, it was something that I regret. Not that I had, you know, I'm not suggesting at all I would have done anything other than high school basketball. It is I would have liked to have realized the experience of playing, wearing, you know, wearing my high school uniform out there, playing in front of people, whether I got on the court or not. The fact that I started something and finished it. Looking back, that would have been a a nice thing for me personally, yeah. just to finish one season of Oregon. I started to play t ball as a kid. I quit pee wee football. Quit basketball. Quit. You're a fucking quitter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, that was something I sort of had to go back and reflect on. Is so I, I, you know, one thing I, I, I did. I mean, all seriousness, I did play band. I don't give a fuck what people say about it. I did play all through from sixth grade to twelfth grade. That was something I enjoyed. That's taxing. I enjoyed. Yeah, and it, I enjoyed performing. Sure. It was hard practice. You had to show up at the high school at 7, 7.30 in the morning and practice before school. So that was tough. I stuck with that the entire time. So that was something I'm proud of Yeah, in that sure. respect because we were very good and we had a lot of accolades and everything else. But for me, from an athletic perspective, I would have liked to have. To, so I told my younger self, play a fucking season. Okay. What's the worst thing that fucking happen? You See sit on the happens. fucking bench, 
nothing right. happens. Or maybe you go out there and make a couple of baskets in front of your, your classmates and who knows? Yeah. You, you never know. Hand job you in the parking lot by a cheerleader. That's, who knows? That, I can't believe yeah. I forgot that. That ties, that's a big one. That for a long you gave, time. That you was... gave the hand job to a basketball player? <laughs> yes. In the parking lot? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I showed up for my senior year? <laughs> I mean, that was why I was. Well, that makes sense. Everything makes sense now. Everything <laughs> no, makes sense. No, but that, that was sense. a serious one for me for a long time. For the, like, when I, because I played like house league in Canton, like hockey, and it <clears> was at, at a certain point, my parents were, will, they were like, this it was the last year that Jackson was accepting open enrollment for people to come and play and make and you know be on the hockey team and they were like if if you're serious about it we like we're willing to move to Jackson we will move to Jackson you can go to Jackson and you can play high school hockey there and I was like I've been here my whole life and my friends and I wish I could go back and be like you're not going to talk to any of those fucking people right. like right. ever again like other than a couple people that. You know, mm-hmm. through circumstance, you see around and you hang up like you're not. These are not like you're not going to talk to these people like fucking move to Jackson and take yep. the shit seriously. Like, yep. go, you love this. Go like yep. it was just stupid shit. Like, I, I yeah, that that used to like. But there again, you get into the whole paradox of, oh, how my life would have been different and whatever sure. would have been here at this time. But again, this question, you don't but get the, you don't have to worry that, about that. If that was not a thing, that's a that is my biggest like living regret other than the college thing is that like, yep. You should have just fucking gone and done that. Who knows what would have come from that? It's like Brian said. I'm not insinuating I would have been like a high level hockey player, but who knows what that would have led to? Or could I have gotten some sort of money towards any type of scholarship? Or could I have, you know, could that have, you know, kind of rolled over into a college experience or whatever? That would have been cool. But oh well, it's fine. Yep. And I'm with you too, Nick, on the sense of the, the, the passion thing. Like as a kid, loved to draw, loved to yeah. draw, loved comic books. Had a passion for it, and for a while there, that's what I thought I wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. I wanted to draw and create art. Went to college for that, right out of high school. Didn't hone my skills enough, sure, and 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 got shied away from it. And just the fact <clears> of <throat> you know the the talent of my classmates, even in college, was like Jesus Christ. These kids, it's a whole other level of just kid because that was bef- this is not computerized stuff at the time. This is all right. People all by hand sitting down, fucking hand drawn shit, yeah. and yeah, you know, super talented people. I'm just like Jesus Christ. I can't even compete with these kids in here, let alone the world. And so I shied away from it and this and that. However, I wished I would have done more to try to at least pursue that more and that type of thing. That's probably sure. one reason why I'm so passionate about it because in a way, this is a, at least some art. That's how I view this for us. There's sure. art in the world. It's something that's out there. We're creative. We're putting something out there. That's why I'm so passionate about it. But anyway, no, I, right. I tried that. I watched you know, a uh, homeless guy smear shit on a wall one time and said, look yeah. at my painting. Right. And yeah, so yeah, I get it how this could be art. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to you, like you said, to your point, it would be nice to be able to make money from something that you truly have a passion for. And that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's rare. I don't know if we can experience <laughs> like, like that. Nick so out I'm, in the parking lot. Yeah, right. the basketball yeah. player. Nick has passionate. a real passion for it. I True do. passion. I do. Brian, do you get, still draw? Get paid enough. Do you draw? Not as, no. No? Really? Okay. But there's no, no reason not to. It now, could you make like, the time like, to like, do it? Do you have the, um... Well, everyone I know can you, draw, Dean. No, but I know how he's going <laughs> to respond to this because the original thing is: Do you have the talent to like do some cool shit? And I know you're going to say, "Oh no," but could like 
if you sat down oh, and wanted to just doodles and, and just have fun with it, you, it's you for, could work it's, with that? Sure, I could, sure. Okay. I mean, your, your, your skills are kind of frozen in time, you know what I'm saying? As you might imagine with whatever you're doing that sure. you got so far, you could sort of pick it back up. Yeah, I just need to make time to do it. That's it. I need to make time to do well, stuff like that. That's not necessarily true. When I was in broadcasting school, I was really good. And now, look at this. So, <laughs> I, I, I disagree with you on the talent frozen in time mm-hmm. uh, scenario. Yeah, you, you get a, a teeny glimpse of a, a very, very poorly drawn art on our merch store where we have a an Einstein logo with half a Terminator face. That's a very. Oh, that rough, was you? Yeah. That was not oh. poorly drawn. I like that a lot, actually. I, I, I did I, enjoy that. I thought that was a Peyton. No, I hand drew that. Very nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Right, very cool. Anyway, yeah. So th- that's it. There what you about go. you, Dean? Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I I think actually I I I don't even need this question because I I figured out a d- way to fuck the paradox. Mm-hmm. I am going. In theory, I know in advance. Fuck the paradox. Fuck the paradox. <laughs> I, I know like that. that I'm I'm going to um, have this meeting, so I'm going to get the lottery numbers or whatever numbers or horse race or whatever it is, and I'm going to hand- race. Easy there, big roller. Whatever. So I'm, I'm going to hand him an envelope, <laughs> so that way he he's going he doesn't whatever he's going to bet on or lottery numbers doesn't happen until a week before I go or a a day before I go in. That way, he doesn't get the uh, numbers, right? I do when I go back. Huh? You see what I'm saying? So as soon as I leave the meeting, I have the lottery numbers for whatever. Okay. So, I, so, so okay. So, so in theory, I don't mm-hmm. have to um, fuck up, you know, what I've gone through. I'm going to give mm-hmm. myself the numbers to for... The present moment, kind of like I uh, see. Uh, so Marty McFly, he he gets the letter from Doc oh, from eighteen seventy. Okay. So 18, you're gonna still live out your life, but when you get to that moment, now that's I get where to be rich. Ah, okay, gotcha. so I get to be grumpy piece of shit me, and now now I get to be with rich. money. <laughs> exactly, grumpy shithead <laughs> Dean with money. Right. Well, that's it. That's interesting. Wait, wait, wait um, a minute. How? Oh, wait. How, uh, try it. Hold on. How would that I would work? have to think a little bit more about it, but in theory... Because your present self doesn't know the future. No, I'm going to write down the lottery numbers for today. I see. So and on, then when he on, goes back in time, he's Thursday, still going to have to live out the, the rest of his 48 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when he gets to this point... Save this gets, envelope. Right. Protect this envelope with your life. Never open it. Make sure this envelope is on this nightstand before you leave to come do this interview. But if you return back to your current time, the lottery's already passed. No, no, no. But it's going to happen night. Yeah, that, right. Uh, so you, this is a time, this is a free time travel scenario. Exactly. They, yeah, ah. there's a lot of, it, it's bullshit, of course, but in theory, hmm. whatever. But actually, um, my real answer is what Nick had said, college. I would tell Dean to uh, suck it up, and it's not useless it's not worthless go to fucking college if you want to go to college for whatever um i regret not going to college for uh broadcasting i went later went to a broadcasting school but i should have gone to actual college i should have gone uh my secondary uh secondary would have been um marketing 
or um, advertising. Advertising mm-hmm. was has always been fascinating to me. I started so I would, that, just never finished. <laughs> hmm. See, there you I go. did go to school for that, and then I just uh, did it like two semesters and quit. See, I, I, I would like you said. You guys said stick through it. You know, no matter what happens, stick through it. Finish. Go to. You know what I mean? It's yeah. College is one thing I do regret, and I wish I would have gone and done. Still so without, go. I yeah. In theory, I could yeah. Um, yeah. That's I mean, gonna that's... cut into my drinking beer and playing hockey time. I just don't see how that fits <laughs> in my right. life anymore. <laughs> right. I'm still trying <laughs> to make the show. Got a way back and forth. <laughs> See the hey, NHL. Hey, and, uh, hey. Just put the put, put the goddamn marketing uh, passion into promoting this fucking podcast. I scored that? two goals last week, so I think I'm a little closer to the NHL than a higher paying job in marketing and advertising. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, I do have a point. Hmm? I, I always have a point. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. A oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, you! I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. No, go ahead. Um, I, at this age, nothing's hard. Um, you, it, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah. Go to college, you know. Mm-hmm. Go for whatever you're passionate at the time for, or if you want to change, change it. Just go to college, have that experience. I had the college experience, but without the college, which was fun. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. a good time. I did the drinking. I did the whatever we do at that time. I did all that. But that being I said, ended though, with this as the result, not of oh, I can go get this job, I can go get that job. So I had the fun without the fun end result. Yeah. So that being said, though, I am a big believer in, and this is not, I'm not like a religious person or anything, but I am a big believer in things have a natural order or a way of things working out. And I do think that a lot because certainly I wish that I would have gone to college, but sure, I wish it that I would have gone to college with. Today, Nick's brain and head going into the, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. If I would have gone to college when it was, when I'm thinking that I should have, it would have been wasted. I would have fucked it up. I wouldn't That's have taken point. it seriously. And it would have That's been wasted money. Mm. And I would have, it would have. Maybe we should have, maybe we should all do like the I, LeBron thing. You take four years off. Mm, so you yeah. don't dick around four years and then you come back to do the serious nut. Sure. You know I mean? yeah. So, like, yeah. maybe col- maybe we shouldn't go to college as a society, or at least American society. We shouldn't go right away. Maybe we <clears throat> everybody is you can't get out of high school and go to college. You have to take two years and go do something. Go live your life. Experience yeah. the real world. Experience yeah. shit. Re- experience heartache. Just go see the world. If it's your world's across the, the block, that's it. That's your world. But you experience the world. Then, after two years, then you can go in and go, okay, this makes sense to do this as a career. Mm-hmm. Right. Mean, who knows? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an idiot who went to broadcasting school at like fucking 30. So, what do I know? You have a podcast now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers to that. Cheers to that. No, but um, whether I tell, you know, teenage Dean this or that to make my life do this or that, it, you know, it could go a lot of many different ways. But ultimately, I'm I'm very happy of, of, of where I'm at right now. 
um, trials and tribulations and whatever you go through. I'm pretty goddamn happy right now. So yeah, that's all you can ask, the, man. Regardless of the of the jokes that I do, I tell and in the grumpiness, I am quite happy um, to do this podcast with you guys. Um, well, most of you, and you know, it's talking to you, looking, Golden Dean, head in the back, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that's the guy that made the mistakes. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> all right, we won't go into detail here. Maybe it's a future episode, but. So we're now we we are our current ages. Right? Uh-huh. If you had a choice to meet your Ooh, future self. I like that. So ten, twenty years from now. So would you so, so I'm gonna you a want to, Well, maybe. <laughs> so Dean. Why is it an yeah. urn? Uh, yeah. Well. Yep. <laughs> Would you want to meet your future self and yeah. understand? Yeah. yeah. Same, same, same question. You have to go. That's not the details as far as it. What would you ask? Maybe it's another. Maybe it's another question in the future. But would you want to meet your future self? Maybe you'll be happy with it. Maybe you would not be so happy with your know, ten, twenty years down the line. From I guess it could, there could be a lot of tragedy. Tragedy in your life. Sure. Don't know. Would you want to? Here's the thing, uh, mm-hmm. and. See, guys, tell me if I'm right on this. You don't even need to, like, get into, like, the conversation. I think that I have, uh, at 42 years old, I think that I have enough intelligence to meet my older well, self and take... <laughs> Who fucking said that? I didn't want to even watch it. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> it could have been either one of us, really. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I are more in sync. But. I know, yeah. it really is. Mm. Hey, buddy, yeah. look up, and you both are looking the same. <laughs> We're one mind. <clears throat> but no, I, I think that I, I I could be able to tell, like, just meeting older Dean and being like, it, you still get warnings without having to, like, get into, like, what actually happened. Give me details. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like sort of, you could, where, where is he at? What does he look like? What's happening? Right. Yeah. So if yeah. he has an eye patch, mm-hmm. you know, you be careful. <laughs> or not. <laughs> right. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I lose my No, I just like fashion. Oh, you're a dude. That would, yeah, I'd be like, well, it came with the corn cob pipe and the fucking cat. Ah, it's all tying together. <laughs> Oh, this is just a prop to look older than I am. <laughs> I'm in the high school play. Oh shit! Yep. Your beer is so great. I'm dying it gray. <laughs> Nick, would you want? Would you just yesterday? Would you want to meet your future self? Uh, or curiosity not, not so much? would curiosity would get the better of me, and I would absolutely because sure. there's certainly mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, you know, just live your life, and then what happens happens. Uh, but if I had that opportunity, the curiosity would be too great. I would just, you know, like you said, there could be tragedy or it could be incredible. And you, you know, but like, yeah. it just, um, what does that do to your psyche? You know, depending on what you see. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I, I would be too curious. I couldn't help myself. I'd want to, I'd want to know. Hmm. Brian, would you? It, it, it's interesting if you ask yourself the same question as a teenager: Would you want to meet yourself now? Would you, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it would be, yeah. In some, in many respects, I would, I would want to at least kind of see where I was and get an sure. idea because it's, it's a version of yourself, right? Because it, it's the whole timeline thing. Is if you see you're in a situation that mm, 
this is not the best. So I don't know how to be better than that. Right. But I but can I do know something to now look out for some, to maybe, something maybe divert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, anyway. well, would it, would it be worse or better? Like, it, like if you, <clears throat> if you walked in the room, all right, you're going to meet, you know, 20 years from now, Brian, and mm-hmm. he's like this fucking buff Greek God. That's right. Is that more intimidating than walking in and finding a homeless Brian? You well, know what if, I mean? Like, like if I liked if I like the situation, I'm just like, well, I'm not. I don't. I don't, don't want to know. Something's going to happen. I just want to obviously do something right somewhere. But if it's something is not so good, then I need to remember okay. that too to to think. Okay, I don't want to wind up maybe at that version. See, but if I walk in and see Buff Dean, I'm like, now I'm into my own head of going, oh shit, I need to make all these right decisions because yeah. that was like the awesome version that I need to get to. Now I'm into my own head and I fuck everything up. Or what and if I you find out Buff Dean team. got so buff because you're like, yeah, I found out I could get this way by eating babies. And then <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. Like, what has Dean turned mm-hmm. into? Fuck, yeah. double score. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I love your scenario. Okay, it's, not from the, it's not from the straight from the tap, though, so don't get carried away. It's like actually <laughs> straight from excited the right tap. now, but it's, it's great. You got to let him ferment a little bit, so calm down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not from the sauna. <laughs> yeah, well, from straight the movies from the... I've seen, that's kind of where it happens. <laughs> Hashtag straight from the tap. Straight from uh, the tap. Yeah. I like the that. baby straight from the tap. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. Good. Good, good stuff. Dude. <laughs> well, uh, I think, guys, before we actually meet our future selves, I was going to mm-hmm. say we keep going long enough. We're we're about to be future us. So yeah, so we sure are. Always late and the early days tomorrow and all that. But great episode, guys. And we'll end up homeless uh, versions of ourselves because we're gonna get fired for sleeping on the job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like our future selves right now. There's a possibility mm-hmm. that based based on this episode, we were thinking. You know, our future selves are telling ourselves, "You guys are really starting to question what in the hell you were doing with this this rinky dink podcast mm-hmm. until." Until the episode where you discussed if you would meet your your future, unless and that was that was the particular episode that just blew the fuck up in Germany mm-hmm. yeah. and just swept the entire German co- country. That's yeah. it. I almost said communist country. Yeah. Now, you German guys are going to be rich, yeah. but you all have to move to Germany. <laughs> the kinder thread from the top, yeah. I could, I could dig it. <laughs> let's could fuck dig it. it. Let's move to Germany. I'm I'm all about it. Absolutely, Dick, Nick and I have. Nick has definitely has German DNA. I have, I have absolutely some German DNA. Yeah, I'm a quarter well. German. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. So I like note, to Nick, drink so, German DNA. So let's do it. Yeah, that's right. Straight <laughs> from the tap. Hashtag straight from the tap. <laughs> All right. So Nick, thinking very carefully here, that this this particular outro could be. Yes. Oh my the god. Spring, the, the, the catalyst. To our future selves, looking back and saying, "This was this was the moment, yeah, that this podcast really turned a corner." Yeah, I want you to think very carefully and give us mm-hmm. a, a great outro. And you 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 choose if you want to do a voice or whatever you, you think about that. Hmm. Wow. What is it? What, what is, is your future? I want you to. I want you to uh, reach out to your channel, right? Channel mm-hmm. your future self. Channel. And the and the young Nick at the same time. So young Nick and older Nick is 
It's all forces coming together. Young Nick, especially teenage Nick, really loved staying up late and watching Comedy Central. So we've got Mm -hmm. that coming in. And he Uh, loves doing this with his hair. Nick, 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 right now really enjoys a lot of superhero content and movies, Mm -hmm. Marvel movies. Okay, there's a lot of prominent Mm -hmm. figures coming in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nick enjoyed comedy. There's a lot of Chappelle's show. Chappelle's show emulated Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. That's it. I don't know why, but Samuel Jackson is coming to me. I like it. And here's like how it. it goes, motherfuckers. If you want to join Convincing Idiots next week, I want you to listen up. You need to go over there, find a link tree, motherfucking Convincing Idiots link tree, motherfuckers. You go in there, you type into Google, Convincing Idiots, L-I-N-K-T-R motherfucking E-E. And there, you're going to find all of the Convincing Idiots links. So make sure you like, you subscribe, you rate, and go ahead and review that shit because you know we want to hear from you. Make sure you also go over to Convincing Idiots website. That's convincingidiots.wordpress.com. Make sure you go over there and like, subscribe, rate, review, do whatever the fuck it is you do on the internet. Also, be sure to help out the podcast. We know you got money, you piece of shit. Go ahead and give these motherfuckers some money. Mm. Now, without any more further ado, I'm your fucking millennial, your motherfucking millennial, Nick. <laughs> I'm the Zenial Dean, wondering if that's Samuel Jackson or really angry, dirty Mr. T. <laughs> I pity the motherfucking fool. <laughs> Does not tune in to watch Gen X Prime on the next episode of Convincing the Have we convinced you motherfuckers to join us for another episode of Convincing Idiots in the future? Mm. <laughs> Pain. A song that comes to mind that I don't care what kind of mood you're in. It just gets you pumped up. It's up because I think it's a collaboration of a lot of different artists. Um, we are the world. <laughs> Who doesn't get pumped up to we are the world? I tell you, my um, my aunt used to make me and my brother and sisters sing that song for her. Um, and she would pay us each up a nickel or a quarter, something like that, to sing We Are the World for her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't think I've ever uh, revealed that to no, many people, let alone on a global podcast that's, here. Yeah. People in Germany right now are going nuts. Oh, they are. They're loving it. Loving yes. it. Yeah, this is yeah. good stuff. Oh yeah, the Mexican love. Yeah. Yeah, this is very good. good. It's one of the better ones out there. It's not too acidic at all. It's very good. What are you drinking, Nikolai? Nothing. No. Oh, I don't at? even have water. I don't have water at Jeez. all. Jeez. Get something? Came... No, I'm good. Okay. Good. How do you put up with this sober? I'm warmed up. I don't know. I'm then Well, I'm, I I had a, I got a little nip from the uh, milkshake there, but uh Oh, okay. There you go. Is it kind of potent? Is it worth it? Uh, it's not. That's not super strong. I mean, it's, mm. but it's delicious. It's very good. <laughs> Just you like could definitely, you. 
Yeah, that's right. It's not strong, but delicious. That's right. <laughs>